everybody. Welcome to episode 33. Hang on, 30? Of the Prodigal Sons. What's that episode? Podcast. I thought 33 was last week. Oh, wait. He was complaining that we keep interrupting him. Sorry. Go ahead. I was I was confused. I wasn't here last week. <laughs> Thank you for joining in. All the words you just heard from Sean to my left will be the only <laughs> words. I just thinking. Oh, yeah, that's all you got tonight? That's it. It's all of it. But hopefully everybody went out there and did their duty and voted. Well, that's first <laughs> it's and funny that you call it that. That is duty. the only. That is, you caught that. <laughs> Proud of you. That is the only <laughs> politics talks that politics talks there will be tonight. Tonight, our we'll topic is the Book of Job. You didn't tell me about the name change, the Diggle Sons. Let them That's figure that out on their own. Well, they yeah. figured out my shirt, so we got to change the topic to the Diggle Sons. No, you're trying no, to you're, you're trying to Yeah, he's uh, from it's called deflecting. Crystal Bryan is in the audience. This <laughs> so tonight we have. The usual suspects to my left, Sean, to my right, Tom, to my right, further away from me, Dave. Hey, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Elijah, and as always, the best producer in the biz, Sarah. Bless my soul, they're stressing me out. There are some days I just wish we'd start rolling the camera at like six o'clock. This was, a, <laughs> this was an interesting thing is that pre-show. We do when I have those recordings. Oh, yes. oh! So what wow. you would see wow. on, on these unedited, unreleased tapes, what you would see is that Sean spoke for the first time. In fact, he was he was quite chatty. I got a tear in my eye. I was so happy for him. You see, for those of you who don't know, Sean says about three words at a clip. And only, and then it gives you about twenty minutes of silence. And two of the three words are names. But he saw welcoming. The, he saw the movie Hamilton, and he was excited. It's not a movie. It's, not a, movie. it's a musical. Musical. Big difference. I guess he wasn't cultured. <laughs> enough to uncultured. Am I going to watch it now? I feel like I want to hang out with Tom again. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> And also, so Tom always tries to pack as much information as he can into his head between 5.30 and 7 on Tuesdays on the topic at hand. One of the funniest things I've ever seen happen today when when Tom was looking for a quote of the day. Seriously, this is going to get brought up? Oh, yeah. This is high quality material. This is turning into a Tom Rivera roast? Yeah, why not? Hey, Hey, I I don't don't listen. I haven't said a thing. I don't judge why oh, people damn. come to the show. You just know. think of it like this, Tom. Like Job had three bad advisors. You're in this. You're in good company. <laughs> so, so Tom's looking for the quote of the day, and he googles all these quotes, and he starts reading them to me. And I'm like, dude, those have nothing to do with the topic of Job. And he's like, no, 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 they do. I go, Tom, that has nothing to do with Job. And he says they do. I googled Job quotes. And I said, Tom, no, you didn't. You Googled job quotes. And he's reading all these all these quotes that have to do. Elijah's saying hi from Times Square. Sorry, everybody. Hi, Elijah. Elijah's in Times Square. He wanted me to show. Wow, that's like meta. Say hi. That's a show within a show. That is pretty cool. Nice. Why is everything boarded up? I love you, son. (laughs) Kiss your sister for me. I'll talk to you later. It's like that's New York City. Love you. (sighs) Sorry, guys. That was important. So... 
Tom had all these quotes like, just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you'll get that job. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I spelled the same. Because it was Job, yeah. not Job. I fixed it. I think this is why people don't talk about Job that much. Because they look for stuff confusing. and they get stuff. It's they confusing. It's a book about jobs. Yeah, it's, it's the job book. The job book. Who wants to read that one? Nobody. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> One foot in front of the other. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's, a, that's from a Disney movie, too, isn't it? So, All right. Let, let's talk about episode 32 for a second, shall we? Quick, real quick before we talk about episode 32, for the viewers, have you noticed anything different from us today? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, notice I mean, we're not I mean cutting already, each other off as much. I mean, already quoted on the tree. That does work with that. I know. It helps. Diddy? Yeah. That's one thing. I mean, very good. There's something else. There's somebody hiding behind the tree? <laughs> no. No. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Episode 32 for a second. Sean, what happened? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Sean, what happened on episode 32? Why weren't you here? Know. I was here. That was two shows ago. I was here for that one. No, that was last week. I thought last week was 33. That was the Larry Bird show. No, no this is 33. This, this is 33. 33. This is the Larry Bird show? This guy, you, he does not listen from 5.30 to 7. We were having an in-depth conversation. Or is it I just do it because I think it's funny to throw you off and just pretend like I wasn't paying attention? Or I don't know. You tell me what the answer to that is. I'll let you know one of these. <laughs> All right, so you want to know what happened last week? Yeah, I heard your, your car was on fire and your Listen, apartment was locked out or vice versa. I wish I could make stuff like this up. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I stopped because we do pizza every week. I stopped at the pizza place. Uh, Teresa and I got out of the car. I turned and shut the door as she was shutting her door and realized, why does it sound like my car is still running? Yeah. And I realized I left the key in the car. That's a problem. Yeah, it is. And uh, I don't have a spare key, so... If we pitch in and get one, will you? Because I, oh, no, I, I found the one I had at home. I do have one. Oh, okay. I forgot about it, and I did go find it. But when I went home to find it, oh, the spare key was at home. It was at home. I did. You want me to get you one of those metal boxes that you can put underneath the inside the, no, the wheel? Now, now, now everybody pl- knows. This well, yeah, it doesn't know which one though. Yeah, but it's all plastic under there. I can't stick one under there. I tried that already. Anyway, I'll tell so, you a good hiding spot later. All right, I keep it in my jacket pocket now. That way, I have it with me at all. You gonna wear the same jacket all the time? Yeah. Okay. I just won't wash it the whole winter. <laughs> It'll be 94 <laughs> degrees outside next summer. Why do you have a jacket on? Because I lock my keys in my car. So, Oh, sorry. So, I lock my keys in my car. <laughs> I, luckily, the pizza place is only two blocks from my house. So I run home. Uh, I couldn't find the key. So I went back because I want to make sure like my car was okay. Um, hey, Tom, can you do sound effects? Yeah, like, like when I he said he's running home. Oh, man. I am loving today's episode so much because of the new thing that's going on. So... Then I, yeah, Word. good job. Word. You were the one that said right before we started. You silence yourself. You take that phone. <laughs> so luckily, my tank was full. Was that I had a full gas tank. Luckily, um, so I couldn't find the key. So then I went back to my, to sit with my car because it was just running in a random parking lot. Yeah, now everybody's gonna go shut their phones off. Good job, guys. It. it, it I don't know why it rang. I had to shut mine off. I was just so. I ended up going back home, and I had turned a light on before I left that I don't normally use. Are you texting each other? I'm trying to call him. I turned it off just in time. Uh, I was trying to call him. The light in my kitchen that I never use because I don't like it, I had turned on to find the key. And then I left and went back to the pizza place. Well, then we had to use the bathroom, so we came back, 
And when I got back, I smelled like something was burning in my apartment. I'm like, what is burning? So I checked the stove. I checked this stuff. I went to my bedroom thinking, all right, because that's my computer and stuff's plugged in. I turn around, I look, and that light, there is smoke coming out of the light. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was my fun for last uh, Tuesday. I think uh, we have the same electrician in our apartment. Probably. <laughs> I, have, I have a light in my kitchen that we don't like because it's, like, fluorescent. But if we accidentally turn it on and, like, leave, an hour later, we walk back in, it smells like smoke. That's that's my insurance policy. That's not good. Well, yeah. After I move, I'm going to turn that light on. I got a trivia question for you. Let's, let's hear it. I, actually, I got two. Oh, my. Who wrote the book of Job? Who wrote the book of love? No, Job. Not Job, either. Job. We don't know the author. Spelled like Job. We are not 100% sure who wrote the book of Job. Yeah, you might not be. All right. Sean? He's Googling. I know he's doing something over there. (laughs) He gets all quiet. I actually agree with Tom. That's because Elijah can see Sean's Googling. (laughs) (laughs) Sean's Sean's screen right now says, stop looking this up. There's no one. It says, they're like, I'm sorry, we don't understand who wrote the book of Job. (laughs) I'm not going to hear the end of this. I hope Pastor Pete never does a thing on this. Steve Jobs, an autobiography. (laughs) Who wrote the book of Job? Must be 16 to work here. What? (laughs) Tom is right. We don't know. Biblical scholars think it it was most likely Job himself, but it could have been one of his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, or Abednego. Yeah, wrong story. I get him confused. <laughs> no, okay, so the real trivia question. Actually, those names are easier to pronounce than the other ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the Job is one of the books of, is known as one of the books of wisdom. There are three books of wisdom. What are the other two? Psalms? Nope. Song of Solomon's? No. We're not going to let you just sit tomorrow because you know. No, because he's... I don't. Yeah, you do. I was reacting to what Betty said. He's totally checked out on the show. I think we should dock his pay. Should we, should we take a look at my contract before that? <laughs> <laughs> you want to answer the question? You're, not, I don't know. Maybe you're in like seminary. You don't know? No, we haven't. We haven't gotten that far. It's the beginning. Genesis. No. <laughs> in the right place. I mean, in the Exodus. right sort of area. Nope. Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, Samuel, Samuel, King, Kings, Chronicles, Chronicles. That's the beginning. <laughs> so if the rest of the books are middle, was there a song you memorized? No, or I something? know my books of the Bible, but wow, apparently you don't ch- know what the that chime do with Proverbs. Oh, Proverbs is one of them. We got two out of three. No, I said, was that was that chimed in online? That wasn't my answer. Does Pastor Pete I, ring in on this? I'm not. Or is he, I don't think Pastor Pete's watching us. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen him come on yet. Yeah. Is the other one Ecclesiastes? Sure is. Nice. Who guessed Who that? Who got that, Brian or oh, Sarah? That was me. Oh. oh, that was Brian. Yeah, Sarah cool. Googled it. <laughs> yeah, that was Brian. Yeah, cool. Way, All right. to, go. Way, Way to, go, to go, Brian. Good one. That's a good job. <laughs> That's really smart there, cool, Brian. Cool, Brian. Way to go, man. <laughs> oh, Pete, Pete is here. He is here, man. Love you, Sarah. Gentlemen. Hi. All right. That's how we know he's, it's not him. Gemma's signed in as him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is life fair? Well, no. Depends no. on how you look at it. No, it doesn't depend. For me, it doesn't depend on how you look at it. I'm just going to say it's not. Life wasn't set up to be fair. Wow. Okay. 
Is that all I'm, you got? I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with life, that. Life wasn't set up for us to not go through hardship. Well, that's two different questions. Well, it's the same answer. So we're talking about Job tonight. Oh, we're going to get into this. Job. Oh, that kind of makes sense. But first, we have a quote about jobs. What is it? Steve I don't know. It's Tom. Tom, Google the quote about jobs. Is it always iPhones or <laughs> MacBook Pro? Work hard in everything you do. Write the resume beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I still think that was a job. Yeah, pretty oh, sure. great. That's not the right Google one. Google jobs. Hold on. <laughs> Let me put these things on. Uh, that's not what it says at all. So this one's from Timothy Keller. I like Tim Keller. <laughs> when pain and suffering come upon us, we finally see not only that we are not in control of our lives, but that we never were. Oof. Oof. Pretty profound. I like that. Oof. Tim Keller is awesome. Yeah. I like that. We never were. Makes what? me think of a movie. A movie called Bedazzled. What? The short version of the movie. Short version. Guy, guy basically sold his soul to the devil for a bunch of stuff. When in the end, God pretty much said he can't sell you his soul because it was never his to get rid of. It was a good movie, though, though. Brendan Fraser. Yes. Yeah, I remember early. that. Yeah. That was like 20 years ago. Yeah, but huh. it made sense for me today. So. Well, we but just lost our entire listening audience. They went and Googled Brendan Fraser movies. Now they're, now they're, all, they're all watching Bedazzled now to see what happened. He was cool in The Mummy, though. But go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was the, that was the end of my quote. I have a verse about that's jobs. That's the end of my segment. You have a, you have a verse about I have a verse about jobs. You want to hear it? I'd love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Thou shall writeth thy resume beforeeth thy interview. <laughs> that's I that first of all, that's just the King James version. I had the NIV. We That's said, just a different version, same version. I don't, I don't know. The New Living that. Translation is, write it up before you, I, I don't you know. I got nothing. Something. Write it up before you show up. <laughs> something like that. Romans eight eighteen says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. I know I'm mixing my New Testament and my Old Testament. But it was about suffering. Can't have new without the old. <clears throat> wow. That's deep. That's deep. So was the tub one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to worship. He said, I came naked from my mother's womb, yeah. and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. In all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Yeah. So, you totally called him Joe in the beginning, though. Joe? Elijah caught it, too. He, I, I did not call him I Joe. I was going to let it slide, but that's just not me. I just... <laughs> Joe Buh. Job, buh. Job. Job. I said Job. Like robe. You just didn't hear the boo. <laughs> it's not Job boo. It's the popper. 
curveball. It's not Joe not Boo. He can't hit a curveball. Talking, <laughs> talking about Joe. So it's not Job or Joe Boo. Not Job, not Joe Boo. But Joe. 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 But he did not. I mean, if you guys want me to act like I'm learning how to say Job for the first time, I could mm-hmm. do that. All right. Well, but I that's like episode it. 33 in the books, everybody. That's just like. No, no, I'm done. I'm no, I'm done. Go ahead. I mean, I, I can talk a lot about that those few verses right there, but go ahead. No, I, I, wanted, I wanted to see if you wanted to elaborate on that. Well, you know, sure. Preach it. So here's the thing, right? We're born into this world with nothing. We're going to leave with nothing. Right. Everything in this world is temporary. So there's situations in life that arise where we're – it's just going to be a hardship. It's just there's you don't live a life that you just never go through something dramatic where you're just like, oh, this is awful, this is awful. But the problem is that when something awful happens in your life, all of a sudden we're taking that awfulness personally, yeah. right? We're taking it personally, and we're like, oh no, this is his fault. Why are you doing this to me? And then we start pointing the fingers, right? But in reality, you're living someone else's dream life. Yeah. Yeah. Someone would love to have those kind of problems you have compared to what they're going through. And that's kind of where Job comes in. Is that was that your interpretation? Yeah, that was my interpretation. You know someone else's dream life was spot on. It's the same as first world problems. I'm so like I was gonna get to that at the end, but since you brought it up, um that's what I wrote here too, is there is a couple of words that in the last five years have took on a new meaning for me. And, and one of them is fairness. And it really bothers me. And the other one is deserve. I don't deserve this. This isn't fair. And, you know, I, I didn't used to think twice about it when people said that. I used to say it myself. But the deeper I wa- get in a relationship with Christ, I realize that I don't deserve anything. And there, there is no such thing as fairness. Because... Fairness would mean that the second I was born, I started being tortured and then died. I mean, everything apart from that is God's gift of grace. So, I mean, I I know that's not exactly what we should take from the book of Job, but that is a big part of like... But it kind of is a little bit of what we should take from the book of Job. I definitely think it is. Buh. (laughs) Jobu. I definitely think... Anybody, anybody who has multiple kids, do you, you like work really hard to make sure that everything's fair between them, like even. I try. I, I try. I, I mean, I don't try not to, but it, um, their grandmother, they call Maku, my mom. Yeah, she she's all about the fairness. You get two crackers. You get two crackers. You get two crackers. And I don't. I don't know. I'm aware. I'll put it to this. I'm aware. They are aware for sure. I'm aware of what should be fair, like as far as like screen time or, you know, the, the youngest one might have the, the TV for a show. And I might say, hey, let your brother have it for a show, or, you know, something like that. But You I'm let your kids have the TV? Hmm? Wow, you're a good parent. Daddy's home. Shut that off. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> when they go to sleep, when they're awake, that is my focus. That is my joy. When they go to sleep... I get the clicker. You get the clicker? I get the clicker. It's good to be king. <laughs> yeah. When they're asleep. <laughs> Just can't you know, ever since ever since that skit, it's always clicker now. The clicker. Yeah, at home, I'm like, yo, can you get the clicker? Can you get the clicker? 
I'm like, hey, can you get the click? You're welcome. You're uh, welcome. For I guess that. I well, Dave wrote it, so I don't know why you're saying. Yeah, but you're I'm welcome. the one that says. No, it. Dave was the writer. Don't take it. Don't take that from him. That's all right. You took it from my everyday life. <laughs> he was my muse, my inspiration. Uh, uh, so. definitely, but yeah, what you said, I think that's exactly what should be taken from. So the, the I, I guess the question I was going to ask after that was, did Job get what he deserved? Because they said Job was an upright man. He walked with God. He 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 was he was moral. You know, he was this is one of the oldest books in the Bible, if not the oldest book in the Bible. Um, but Let's put it into context too. God called him righteous. Right. Satan called him righteous. Yeah. The point was, it was a more or less a bet between Satan and God to see if they could corrupt Job to curse God. Yeah. Like trading places. So there was no doubt that he was righteous. Yeah. So he didn't deserve, if you want to look at it, he didn't deserve to have any of it happen to him. Right. It's right. But did he deserve it? it. <laughs> no, he didn't. Nobody. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say I was gonna say yes. Even having done nothing wrong. Well, it was part of my sermon on which just came out and I didn't want to say it because <laughs> I need it for Sunday. But Oh, does does every does somebody deserve yada 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 as part of your sermon on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah. I'm excited for that. Because yeah. I'm curious to see what the the like what's following that. Yeah, Well let's not get well, now we gotta now, wait. Don't don't add more, like come on. Um, as crazy as it sounds, unfortunately, based on what's said, like he, he did deserve it, yeah. Because he would like he would never know. He would think life was a breeze. Well, so that's the lesson, the I guess. Hardship. I guess my the the point that I was going to try to make at the end, but Tom brought it out in the beginning, was that I think that's what we all deserve. Is the Bible says that all have fallen short of the glory of God. Even the righteous have fallen short of the glory of God. So, I, ah, I don't want to get, I don't want to get well, too into. It's it. just the word "deserve" is 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 a word that can be interpreted in so many different ways. By that I mean in negative ways too. It, it, yeah, well, it, it it's definitely interpreted as a negative way of looking at things. So you deserve that, so, which means you did something that wasn't right to deserve the pain that you're feeling. And I'm very guilty. As of, I am very guilty of using that in a negative context. Well, I think I think I I, I t- sort of took it a step further than it needed to go, but that was just the question of did did Job deserve that that the, the all the land that he had, all the animals that he had, all the wealth that he had? Did he deserve that? No, he didn't. God blessed him with it. Mm-hmm. Did he deserve all the affliction that he got? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I don't know, but God. Gave it to him, or allowed it to happen to him. But every, do you think he later restored? So, so the thing, it's such a see. It's it's. I totally derailed you, didn't I? I I let the train go off the track into the whale tail. Well, because because of free will, right? Mm -hmm. Free free will. So so a lot of people point their finger at God for things that goes back to the whale. Free (laughs) Free (laughs) Willie. That's what I thought you were saying. So we have the free will to make decisions on our own, right? Whether they're good or they're bad, it's our free will to do so. 
And based on decisions that we make, other things occur in our lives, right? All right, so, I drove you right off the tracks. Isn't it so much easier with the Sunday school version of Job? Wasn't it so much easier when we were eight years old and a Sunday school teacher sat us down and said, Job was a good person, all this stuff happened to him, yada, 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 like the Seinfeld, yada, yada, yada. Job, Job got everything back. And he learned that he was, and he, he, he never cursed God. He, he never got angry at God. You're saying it was easier then? That, no, that I'm just the, saying the Sunday the Sunday school version to swallow. The Sunday school version was more of a Disney movie right, based off of knowing each, he's a good guy. Some bad stuff happened. He stayed a good guy, and God gave it back to him. When it's not that, it is not. There's that like nice. 40 chapters of him being really pissed off in real oh, life, yeah. and one's <laughs> just worse than the next. One's yeah. worse than the next. Worse than the next. But like. In the pre, like the the pre show when we were discussing, and I was saying, I, I feel like that sometimes you you, gracefully put me in my place. Like, yo, it could be worse. I've never been graceful a day in my life. And you have your moments. <laughs> you have, Him? You have your moments. I'm try. Please don't give me a layup. You gracefully put me in my place and let me know. Yeah. What's um, the layup? Things happen, but. Well, and, and, and the reason I said that, uh, Elijah said... I have, I have an idea why you said Well, it. Elijah said, sometimes I feel like Job. And, and the reason and the reason I, I gracefully or whatever... I, I know why. ...put you in your place is because I, I think we've all said that, right? We've all go, man, I feel like Job right now. No. Yeah, nobody's ever felt like Job. Nobody's ever felt like Job. No one could ever say that. I think that's, that might be the reason why God allowed this book to be in the Bible. I think every book that's in the Bible has been was ordained to be in the Bible. You got a lot to say. Well, I do. He can't so talk. He can't yeah. say it now. He has to say it Sunday. Yeah. I have to Are you literally Sunday. preaching? No, 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 it's not scripture from Job no. on Sunday. No, just the way I was about to phrase what I was going to say before would have was directly out of my sermon. But in my life, I do feel like I was like Job. I did have everything taken from. I was homeless. I was living on the streets. Like I lost everything, and that's when I found God. At the worst part of my life, when I was completely misunderstanding, and I had bad advisors, like I had bad count, like the people I were hanging out with, all people I drank with, all people I partied with. So like Job, because we always forget about the part that Job had bad advisors. His friends were terrible for in his situation, because they basically said it was all his fault. Eliphaz, Bildad, and Sapphar. Thank you. So his friends were basically putting it all back Shack, on him. Shack, yeah, they, they didn't burn so I feel like when I read Job, I think of that because that's the advice, that's where I was. People kept giving me bad advice. The reason I was in my situation was because of what I did wrong. And that could be true. But the fact is, I never went back to God for the answers. I never went to his advice. I never went to go get his knowledge on it. I just listened to the people around me and kept getting angrier and angrier about the situation and tried to figure it out without ever giving the opportunity. The world wasn't designed to understand God and his thinking yeah. and his justice and his definition of justice. What we think is definition of justice is not what God thinks is a definition of justice. Right. So, like, for me, I, I really do feel it because if you have people that are giving you bad advice and you have people that are telling you everything's your fault, but you haven't gone back to God to see what his like what he thinks about the situation 
you're never going to get everything is going to be against you everything you do i didn't deserve that i didn't do that but did you bring it on yourself at that point because you keep saying i don't deserve that that's not for like god wouldn't have done that to me maybe god did do that so you would learn not to do it again i think well that that's that's the other side of the definition of that word is when it's done for a lesson for something yeah, good you learn in that you know? situation yeah I think part of the, the purpose of Job was that, that God showed us that this is the person on the earth who has suffered the most. And that's what we were talking about. Like, we might have one or two things going on or three or four things or five or six things that are really problematic in our lives. But God allowed everything to be taken from Job. His health, horrible affliction, took his family, took all his possessions. The only thing that God allowed Job to keep was his actual life. Right. Even though Job said several times, I don't want to be alive. I wish I was never born. I wish when I was born I was just killed immediately because it would be better than where I am now. But I think God wanted us to see that we could be afflicted with all these things and still believe in him. Did Job question? Of course he did. Did Job get angry at God? He did. Did Job question why God put him in that position he sure did I, I i i don't think god has an issue with us questioning him as long as we do it with the fear of god see i think piggybacking off of what sean was saying i in my situation i was more not like I, I was more like what did i do like not why did you do this to me i was more like what did what did i do because your situation, Sean, sounds uh, far worse than mine. You know what I mean? But, like, I was, I would never was the homeless, you know, never got homeless, but kind of basically living out of living out of my car, going from place to place, you know, to sleep. Like, I wouldn't call that homeless, but I... It's called homeless. It is? Okay. Yeah. All right, well. That's, I mean, I, was, I have, my, I have my, my car, too. That's so. less a home. Well, that's if less you were carless, <laughs> we, could, we could debate, but... I had a car. Yeah, you weren't carless. You were homeless. Okay. Okay. All right. But the good thing is my advisors and the people I turned to weren't bad people. He was houseless, not homeless. They were they were bad at times. But um <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. But you know, I was able to turn to the right people and get and kind of get the right answers and have the right people put me back on track, but during that time, I don't ever think I, I don't think I ever, you know, said, why would you do this to me? It was more like, what did I do? There's that word to deserve this. Mm -hmm. Ooh, deserve sounds, deserve has a, it, 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 it sounds different now. Yeah, it bothers me. Yeah, now it now it does. Because you could always turn it around, flip it, reverse it, and you could say, "I'm not going to let that down, am I?" No. Okay. So so let me say something. You could always say, "Here's in the middle of a sentence, sir." Uh, I think we're going to start wrapping. No, we can duel for. if you'd like. Um, we when when Elijah's saying, "What did I do to deserve this?" You could always ask, "What didn't I do to deserve this?" What What did I do to not deserve this? What could I have I done better to uh, change? The no, situation? what I, what I mean is. Uh, what when he says, "What did I do to deserve this affliction?" You could say, "What did I do to not deserve this affliction?" I'm not God. 
You know what I mean? It, we deserve is a, is a is a word that I, I just I, don't no, like. I'm, to be, I, 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 I will forever. Elijah gets me. Tom different. doesn't understand. I will forever hear and say that word different. I will be more careful as no, to I, how I, get what I you're use saying. that word because now it's just. It's different. It's weird. It's like a new. It's like a new word added to my vocabulary. So we got So so the one thing I want to say is so we could all. Uh, I read Chris Pulley's message on Facebook and and Sean's respond to his life relating to Job's life. Uh, we I, I could see how we all could have an interpretation or a story that we can relate. To Job, I get that. I 100% understand where you and Chris are both coming from. But we okay? will never be Job. You will never be Job, I, I, oh yeah. okay? And and if you start thinking in the parameter of, man, yeah, that was me. That's, that's what there's, – so there's two things that could happen. You can learn from it, but also you can say – Okay, so we're both at the same spot. You'll never be able to use the analogy of, man, he went through this. He was actually a lot worse than me by going through this, right? Because at the end of the day, no matter how bad of rock bottom we are in, it's hard for me to believe that their circumstances were as, as, as bad as, as Job. Now, I understand how that could be a matter of opinion because psychologically, right, psychologically, it could be a lot worse than Job, and I don't know that side of it, right? I can only see the visuals, the skin, the itchiness, the stuff that he had to go through, right? So, so I, I get to, I, I understand when people say I relate to him, and I'm gonna, you know, the way you know I spoke yeah, with you God, can and, yeah. But, but, you know, that's like that's the other that's like someone saying to somebody that I've learned at, now that I'm older, when someone says, "Listen." I lost my dad. I know what you're going through. No, you don't know what that person is going through. Okay? You can tell them your interpretation of what you went through and hope that out of your story, he can take a little chunk of that and be like, you know what? He's right. I should try to do this. But you never know what that person went through. Even if the deaths of the fathers happen exactly the same, you don't know the relationship they had. You don't know the upbringing they had. So it's a little hard to tell somebody, I know what you're going through. So I get that people say my life is like Joe, but there is, there is a difference. Right. I mean, what I've, what I've learned from this group is everybody's rock bottom is different. Everybody's yeah. rock bottom and is different. And I also learned that there comes a time where you're waiting to hit rock bottom, and it doesn't come because you don't have bad advisors. You yeah. have good people around you, so they they catch you. Like that Mission Impossible scene where he almost hits the ground, <laughs> they don't allow that to happen because yeah. you have good people around you. You got... You know Christ has your back. You're just going through a tough time right now. I tell my wife that all the time. I'm like, I, 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 I'm so blessed and lucky, and it, and not everybody has this, that I have you three in my yeah. life, that I have Pastor Pete, because I have people that keep me accountable. I have people that, like, you know, are, you guys are just always looking out for my best interest. You're not going to – and I'm really blessed to be in Prodigal Sons and have Pastor Pete and, and this church, and it's, it's nice to have. You I'm are blessed. lucky. I'm blessed to – oh, stop. I'm blessed as well because what the viewers – like if what the viewers and the listeners, <laughs> you what lucky. you don't – what you may not realize is a lot of the times when I say I was at a, in a bad place or I had something really bad going on, a lot of the stories I tell you about people coming to my aid and helping me – are the people I'm sitting up here with. I have other friends. I have other family. 
I will not discount them. They have been nothing but blessings for me. But those these tangible people that are right here that I can reach out to, talk to, go see at the drop of a dime is what really, really helps get me through sometimes. So, you know. I, I the, the Lord put in my heart because I don't know the answer to your question. I don't know the answer. Did he deserve that? Do we deserve either. the bet that happened to us? I I, I know how I feel because I just told you guys how I feel about it, but I don't know the exact answer or if there is an exact answer, but definitely a future sermon for me, and I'm excited to hear what you got to say because maybe you'll open my eyes to something I don't know this Sunday. I'm excited. Well, well don't blink when you're there because this sermons are that quick. Yeah. <laughs> in and out. I got a like feeling this one will be a little bit it. longer. I love, like ninja. I love the philosophy. In and out. Like a spiritual ninja. Yeah. It's like a spiritual ninja. Hashtag spiritual ninja. You better trade my quick. It's like a Bible carpet bomb. Just in and out. But go ahead, talk, because you're about to say something. While we're finishing up, do any of you guys want to start sending us your prayers and stuff? Yeah, we're not finishing up. We got an hour or two left. I think in regards to Dave's question is, did he deserve it, is we'll never know the answer to that question because we will never be able to understand Yes. We will never be able to see the world yes. how God sees the world. We don't know the next 10 steps down the line. We don't know everything that's to come after. We, I, can, only, we can only be in the moment. I wanted to ask you, Sean, <clears throat> at the end of the book of Job, Job, uh, God asks Job if he, if he wanted to basically invites him to run the world. Yeah, if he, he gives can him a do Bruce it for Almighty a day. moment. Yeah, he gives him a Bruce Almighty. What, 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 what's your interpretation <laughs> of that, Pastor Sean? For, for the Bruce Almighty moment? Yeah. Um, I mean, immediately Job is like, oh, crap. Uh, that would be my... my I, I think like, that's what he said. Um, uh, yeah, Holy he crappeth. Have, <laughs> he might have dropped one. Um, but, and then he shows him. He shows him what he can see. He shows him the universe and shows him how small... like. How can you comprehend what I comprehend? Were you there at the beginning? Were you there when I created the heaven and earth? Were you there when, you know, when I created the, the earth and heaven and the rain and the... Like, shows him the beast. Shows him the beast and he shows him um, the behemoth and the Leviathan. And it, the whole thing is, it's not about what we do and do not deserve. Mm-hmm. It's about God's plan and purpose in our life. Yes. And what he has already set before us you'll you'll be angry Mm -hmm. you'll be sad you'll be happy but when you keep your faith in the lord that's where you find your joy you'll always have joy you'll all you'll go off on different tangents but you'll always come back to a base of joy because you know that through it all if you have no idea what's going on if the whole world is crumbling around you you know that God still has his hand on you Yeah. as long as you keep your faith in him. So if I had the moment, if, if God come down and said, listen, do you want to take over for a day? And say, I, absolutely not, Lord. That's, <laughs> I, there's no way I can comprehend that. But I think, like Job, and I think that's for me, like with my story, the hard part was Job had his faith. Mm-hmm. He still believed in God through all. I didn't have God. I didn't want anything to do with yeah, God. Yeah, where his friends say, curse God and die. Well, his wife, his wife yeah, says, curse his, God His wife died. said it too, yeah. And he's like, get out of here with yeah. that crazy nonsense. Like, I, for me, it was hard because I didn't have Even it, when he was now, complaining, he was crying out. He was even accusing God. He was still talking to God. He still had, had faith in God. But 
and through all of that, and when, and when his friends are like, what did you do wrong? Like, what, maybe your kids did something wrong. They don't even know about what God and Satan had. The, the whole conversation between God. The whole thing was between God and Satan mm -hmm. to prove a point between those two. So those guys don't have any clue that all of that is created. And they're coming up with all these different things as to why it happened. Job, his wife, his friends, they're all coming up with all these different theories when it all comes down to what God had planned from the beginning. Yeah. It was what God was doing. It had nothing to do with anything that we could do. And that's the thing we just have to remember. It's not about being deserving or undeserving because Job was a righteous man. By God's mouth, he was a mm -hmm. righteous man. So it's not about deserving or undeserving. It's what's in God's purpose for Job's life. Yeah, it's not about fairness. It's about God's version of justice and his plan, right? Ju uh, that it's, it's not black and white. It's, uh, Great. Yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah, it's awesome. That, that, that breakdown was awesome because I got two main points out of it. And the two main points I got out of it are the two verses that I wrote down here. One is Job 19.25. And this is what we do know, right? We do know that... But as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives, and he will stand upon the earth at last. That we know. The other nice thing is what you said. It's, it's, it's when God comes back to Job, and he goes, Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you know so much. Mm. We weren't there. We weren't there. Lean not on your own understandings, right? I, I, every time I preach, I say I use that verse every day. And... Uh, I don't know what Dave just did. Oh. Oh, wow. I can God. see that from here. <laughs> I just That's terrible. Yeah. I think one of the – are you done, Tom? Whatever done. your name is. I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> you done Air Force? I think one of the things we can see – I think we should have. I think we should have. We should be able to mute each other's mic on our own, so I can mute him. I think one of the biggest things that comes from the Book of Job is, I don't think we're fully meant to understand all of it. I really don't. I think it's, God gives us a glimpse, and every time you read it, you can get something else. And every, every biblical scholar you hear talk about it, you get something else out of it. But I think the one thing that we can agree on is that we get some sense of perspective when we see it. And the the analogy that was coming to mind was. You know, we complain when we have a migraine, right? If we have a migraine, we complain. If we have a broken leg, we complain. How come we're not just praising God the days that we don't have a migraine? We expect our status quo to be everything's perfect. And when we fall below that status quo, we start to gripe. But I, I do think, and I'm just as guilty of it as everybody else, but I think they're, they're, the perspective that God gives us that even when you are suffering, you could still be in peace with God. And you could still appreciate all the wonderful things that he gives us. And I think that we can even understand it better when we go through a suffering, when we go through a trial and we come out the other end, that we could understand that God's peace is so much deeper than where we were. I, I don't want to misquote somebody or, or you know, put words in somebody's mouth, but one thing that has, uh, you know, 10 or 15 episodes ago when we had... Um, Gary on the show as a special guest. One thing that he said really stuck out to me. We were doing a, a, a the topic of loneliness, mm -hmm. and he said, "Yes, I had a tragedy in my life, but I, I'm not lonely." And that just blew me away. And he said, "I'm not lonely. I, 
I'm in a relationship with God. I'm not lonely. So I think the perspective from, comes from suffering can even bring peace. You, you, you made such a, a, a good point and made me realize, like, being around you guys, especially this, this one, this one right here, especially being around him, um, what I have learned is that the trials, the tribulations, the sadness, the loneliness, the hurt, all of that plays a part. But what I have found is that when I get that little piece, mm. that little piece of joy, no matter how small it is, I feel like it's a big blessing. Yeah. And I appreciate it tenfold more than I would have if my life was pre-Job. You know what I mean? Free before all the stuff he went through or before any any anything bad happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning to, no matter how far and few those little moments appear in my life, when they appear, I take notice of them, I say thank you for them, and I try and hold on to them for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. I know they won't be there forever, but I hold on to them, and I thank God that, they, that I had them so I can strive to have another one that may last a little bit longer. A good friend of mine by name of, by the name of Sean Conroy told me once. I've heard of that guy. Always oh, celebrate your small miracles. People are always <laughs> like, oh, show me a miracle. Show me a miracle. We get small miracles every day. We celebrate wake them. Up. You woke up. Woke up. Amen. You woke Amen. up. Amen. Amen. And we have the audacity to wake up and go, ah, oh, it's raining outside. Can you believe this? That's not fair. <laughs> I wake up like it's raining. At least it's not cold, windy rain. Oh, it's election you know day. I mean? Amen. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's election Sorry, day. Sarah. You want us to wrap this up, Sarah? You want to get out of here? Well, she. Well, I mean, listen. A lot of our viewers, I'm sure, are in front of the TV right now. They already voted, so they have us on mute, watching to see what's going on with no, this election. Not. No, not. Oh, can we see who's who's live? No, I mean, no. I mean, listen. I, I'm gonna go plop in front of the TV feed. when I get home. We will not know who won for another few days. No, well, I want to. Yeah, that's an obvious. I yeah. want to know if my little brother. We'll is, be lucky if it's a few days. I'll be happy if it's a few days. My little brother. I told him if he didn't come on tonight that I was gonna give away his middle name. I don't see him. What's his middle name? Do you see Ben Elk? Did he pop up? Elk? I did not. He didn't say anything if he came in, but I can't tell because he doesn't tell us who's actually in here. Well, right I hate. I don't want to throw him under the bus if he did too. Tune in, so I won't. Do check the feed this week, and if he didn't show up, you'll give it up next week. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'll if yeah, if he's not on the feed, I'll, I'll tell you guys next week that his middle name is Wyatt Picasso. Amen, Christopher. Yeah, guys, listen. No matter who wins tomorrow, please just uh, be nice. Don't destroy Love. your neighborhood. Love. Yeah, yeah destroy somebody please. else's neighborhood. Don't. Jeez. Wow. I'm gonna go destroy Sean's neighborhood. In all, in all seriousness. Sean's moving. He don't care. People in my neighborhood have already ruined my neighborhood. Elijah, so. I'm going to ruin your neighborhood. You know what? I want you to do that, and I want you to destroy the house right near that playground. It is an <laughs> eyesore. Elijah and I are neighbors. I know. <laughs> all right, guys. It's like uh, Freddy Krueger's house. <laughs> feel free to continue to post any prayer requests as we go down the line here. We go around the table. Dave, what do you got this week? Just continued prayer <coughs> for my dad. He's uh, He's in really rough shape. And uh, right now we're, you know, going through some tribulation and uh, praising God through it. But my dad and my stepmother could certainly use some prayer. Amen. Amen. Tom? Uh, I, I want to 
piggyback off him. Okay. He's been laying in my heart a lot. Elijah? His shoulders are heavy because I'm right on top of Tom. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Oh, I want to add Elijah's dad in with that as well because I know your dad's been going through mm. some stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sarah. Um, this whole thing has been really like loud with my friends uh, this election, and it's been like a topic of a lot of discussion and a lot of stress. So, uh, just prayers that that will dissipate after yeah. this. Amen. Hmm. Brian, you got anything for us? I, I haven't slept very much this past week, so it's kind of messing with my head. Oh, you got to get some rest, man. Brian needs some sleep. And still keep the- keep your prayers for his uh, job search, too. Yeah. You sat through this whole podcast episode. You didn't fall asleep? That's why you came. (laughs) You came to try to fall asleep. (laughs) You came here to see if you can nap. Wow. (laughs) I love it. That's what the doctor prescribed. over an hour to get it in, you know? The the doctor said take an Ambien, a couple of Z-Quil, and go see the prodigal son. See the baby? And in other news, I'll be keeping the piggy for a while because we don't play games anymore, so that's cool. And uh, Jonathan's put in a prayer request for you and his a friend of his. You and a friend of his. Oh yes, yes, yes. Good one, good one, good one. Yeah. Keep uh, keep Guideline Ministries in in your prayers. There's a lot of things going on with that. Just because time is getting near for like like the winners here. Decision making time. Yeah. Just and I'm sorry. I know about the prayer. Just real quick, people. Um. I was just over there looking at some of the things that Illumination has, and it is getting cold. So please make sure you come over here and get some of that stuff. Or if if you know somebody who needs clothing or household goods, yes, contact Tom. Absolutely. Uh, also, if you're cleaning out your basement or cleaning out your closets, and you have a nice warm jacket that you bought and you didn't like the color or something, pass it on over because... Somebody can use that this winter. Definitely. Yep. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. All right. Let's do this. Father God, we just thank you again for giving us the opportunity to do this ministry for you. Amen. Because I don't know what we'd be doing right now if we weren't here being goofballs for you, Lord. Uh you just give us an opportunity to, just to be us and to work for you and to speak with you and just be in your presence other than just being here on Sunday morning. So what, at this time, we want to take... Uh, we're not all perfect. Lord, you know this. We want to raise up Dave's dad. We know he's going through... Um, some testing and, and figuring things, some things out and trying to find out what's going on. So Lord, be with Dave and his family and his stepmom and his dad. Um, bring some clarity to that situation, um, some answers. Bring some heal. Bring some healing, Lord. Also with Elijah's dad, Lord, uh, we know he's also going through some health issues, and we would just ask that you would be a part of that. Come alongside him. Provide healing. Lord, 
be with Brian. Help him to find rest in a crazy, chaotic world, Lord. Um, whatever it is that's holding him back, whether it's uh, helping him find the job, that maybe that's stressing him out, whatever it is, Lord. Help him find peace that he might find rest in you. Uh, for Pete's friends that we were praying for that we're looking to try and have a baby. It looks like we're, we're, you're on, you've worked a miracle, Lord, and we're thankful mm. for that, Lord. We give you praise for that, Lord. Uh, we would ask you would stay in that situation and use it all for your glory and for your purpose, Lord. For Elijah and Jonathan's friend, um, for whatever it is he's going through right now, Lord, be in that situation. Provide comfort. Provide healing. Provide knowledge, wisdom, Whatever's needed in that situation, Lord, please be in with that. But Lord, right now, I want to take a minute to pray for all of those who are living in the confusion of politics. Yeah. In the chaos of man-made structures, Lord. Yeah. Because through it all, whether this man wins or this man wins, it doesn't matter who wins. Because Jesus already won at the cross. That's right. mm-hmm. And you are still on your throne no matter what happens this evening, Lord. Amen. No matter what happens in the next coming days and weeks. But Lord... Allow people's minds to see the truth in the situation that is being presented. Because there is a lot of chaos and confusion and misinformation that's spread. Because that's what the enemy does. To divide, conquer, steal, and destroy. Lord, we ask that you would take all those blinders off. Remove all those restrictions. Remove all that misinformation. And just help people love again. Because that's what it's about. We can disagree all day on whose candidate is more qualified. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, we are still all your children. We are all brothers and sisters. And we need to love each other whether we agree or disagree. We still need to hold each other up and understand each other and help each other because that's the only way one body in Jesus Christ can function properly. We cannot move his hands and feet if we are divided by the chaos of man. So cut through that, Lord. Show us your plan and your purpose and help us to love, understand, and forgive as you forgive, Lord. Lord, we ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Well, that was episode number 33 in the books. Yeah, you're looking at me. Episode 33 in the books. Larry Bird episode. And every week I get to spend with you guys is a blessing. I can't say it enough. It really is for you. (laughs) 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 
Sarah, you bring it all together. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate all you do, seriously. Sorry, Dave. Thank you to our studio audience. Thank you to our other audience. For those of you who listen to us on the radio and the podcast, we appreciate it. For those of you who stare at our ugly faces, we appreciate it. We really appreciate that. (laughs) This has been episode number 33 in the books. Join us next Tuesday, episode number 34, God willing. The Barkley episode. (laughs) All right, I can go with that. Remember, if you want to listen to us on any podcast platform, Apple, YouTube, Spotify, go ahead and do that. We'd appreciate it. But remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And share. See you, everybody. Have a great week. Love Love you all. Peace out. Love you, kids.